You're listening to Business First Responders, where danger is averted and success is imminent. Suzanne Johns, 42 years making millionaires. Jake Jordan, content and SEO expert. Conrad Arambidi III, 20-year commercial real estate banker. Sales and communication expert, Jay Mamie. Meet the Business First Responders at your service. Let's go. Suzanne Johns, I'm with Business First Responders, and I'm here with Jake Jordan, Conrad, and Jay Mamie. And we are going to talk a little bit today about how you get out of this and where do we go from here. So Jay is going to cover some information for you about assessing the internal damage you've had so far. Jake is going to talk about focusing on your next 30 days of marketing. Conrad is going to talk about whether or not you're ready to open and what you need to do to get there. And then I'm going to talk about some basic retail information and strategies. Okay, so let's start with you, Jay. You're on. Thank you. Well, guys, once again, thanks for popping into our podcast. Uh, we are so excited that you're here. We've got great value in store. So hopefully you are ready to hear and take good notes on some of this content. Uh, but I know that the, the biggest challenge in reengaging in your business oftentimes is not so much the technical or the tactical stuff, which you're going to hear about today. But oftentimes is the internal game is is really in assessing what I call your personal inventory. And when you've been idle, uh, now whether or not you may agree that you've been idle, the reality is if you really are honest, there's been some residue of idleness over the last six, seven, eight weeks, certainly in activity, certainly in thought, certainly in creativity and marketing. Uh, that's just uh, what I have uh, have heard most people are, have struggled with. So before you launch into, I believe, the technical part of re-engaging, you really have to take an assessment as to where are you internally? How's your head trash? And are you really ready to engage in the marketplace with a fresh new attitude, a, a whole new perspective, being positive, and, and most importantly, being confident that you can either pick up where you left off or that the early signs of maybe not as much activity as you are hoping for, that isn't an indication that your business is gonna fail because re-engagement takes time and there will be people that are going to come out of hibernation. Your consumers uh, are slowly going to come out of hibernation because we're all in this together and as you were idle, so were they. So the caution is that you start to worry and panic because they're not coming back as soon as you would like. They're not re-engaging as soon as, as you would like. I mean, the fact of the matter is, it's, uh, it's been about a week now or so that some of the businesses here have been open, so the essential ones, the restaurants and things like that. And I thought for sure, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday of this past week that I would see parking lots full, uh, restaurants full, and, and you guys can, can share your experiences on that if you saw something different. But quite frankly, I didn't see busy parking lots I didn't see uh, lines of people at the stores. I didn't see any of that stuff. So I was kind of shocked considering what you hear around the country that in some parts of the country, people are flocking to the parks and really disobeying the, six, uh, the social distancing order. I figured you probably will see that here and, and you didn't. So if you're a business owner and you own a restaurant or maybe you haven't opened yet, but you're gauging how people are responding to being able to go out and do certain things again, and you're wondering, wow, if those, if the restaurants aren't experiencing uh, a massive influx of people, and my business is not an essential business, 
then what am I going to expect when I open up? How long is it going to take for me to get things going? Well, part of that has to do with some of the tactical stuff that we're going to talk about today. Jake's going to talk about and Conrad and Suzanne. But before you get there, you've got to make sure that you are right in your thinking so that you don't get in your own way. <laughs> because everything else could be right. But if you're not right in your perspective and in your approach and certainly in your level of confidence, and the fact of the matter is you will have everything lined up perfectly for you, but you still will fail or have a slower start than you'd like because your level of confidence and competence and, uh, and authority and, and, uh, and belief uh, just isn't there yet. And your activity and your belief, they have to be hand in hand if this is going to work. So my encouragement to you would be spend some time fine-tuning your mental game. Spend some time reassuring yourself and others who uh, depend on you, your coworkers, your family, that things are going to be okay. Don't expect things to skyrocket immediately so that way you don't shortchange yourself and find yourself in a discouragement rabbit hole because you overshot your expectations. But understand that it could be a slow crawl, but at least it's a crawl. And be prepared for that. And I believe in the end, you'll come out of this thing a whole lot better than when you first uh, stepped into it. We're going to take a break to support our sponsors. We'll be right back. Trusted roofing and renovation experts. Bacon Roofing for all your interior and exterior renovations throughout DFW. BaconRoofing.com. Call 972-772-1999 today. I actually talked to a business owner on, uh, I guess it was Wednesday, and he was at a local restaurant, and they had just a few seats open, and he, he was talking about the same thing. He, he said that, uh, what a lot of people don't recognize is there are supply line issues now because, you know, what you're, if you're down for a week or two, that's one thing, right? But when you get into to the four, six, eight-week category, everything takes a hit, right? And so their concern is not about making people six feet apart to eat. It's about, I don't have enough meat to feed people for a full shift, right? I don't have enough uh, employees so that if one gets sick, we don't completely close down because we only have four employees. That's a, a quarter of my entire employee staff right now. So I think that's a really great point, Jay, is that people's mentalities are a lot different than you may even realize where they're at. And the, the head trash that you said, I love that phrase. Uh, I use it all the time. That head trash is real. That, that's stuff that we carry around, right? So to your point, I think some of the head trash in the marketing when you come out of this that, that you can remove is don't try and do everything all at once, right? Because like, I, I'm really like a fractional CMO. Like if you were just to say everything I do, I come in and help with strategy and execution and team and all this, this CMO stuff, right? But that's going to be really hard to sell when people are just trying to get the doors open, right? People aren't going to hire a fractional CMO. But you know what they might hire is someone to help them write some good ads to get people back in the, the doors, to get people coming back, right? And so I'm, I'm really focused down on one offering. And I think that's something that you can do as a business owner is figure out whatever it is that you're really good at that the market really needs right now. I think you should focus your marketing on that the next 30 days because you're, you're prepping people to understand that you can help them right away. 
and that they, they have a need that you can solve. And I've gone so far as to change the headline on my websites, the headline on my social profiles, the content I've been putting up the last five or six days has been really focused on my one offering that I'm kind of out there with right now for that reason, because the confused mind says no, right? When you're, when you're upset and you're confused, you freeze. It's just one of those Cro-Magnon things or whatever they say, right? Like it's the thing in the back of your head, the frog brain, is that what it is? The reptilian uh, brain. Reptilian brain, there you go. Is that you just go, huh, right? When, when you're upset and stressed, right? So uh, it's the same thing with marketing, right? And so I, I definitely recommend you go through your inventory of services and offerings and different things that you have and go, what are the one or two or three things that can really help people get back on their feet in the next two to four weeks and focus all your effort around that? Uh, not that the rest goes away, but that's going to put you in a really great position to look like someone, number one, who cares, who, who's looking out for the market. Uh, but number two, it's going to put you in a better position to make money a little bit faster. But like you said, Jay, it's not going to be all at once, but, but that'll give you a better position to be in. So that's kind of my thinking moving forward. Suzanne, where are you at? What are you thinking? Well, first I want Conrad to talk about, um, is your business ready to open? And then I'm going to go into strategy. Okay. Um, so Conrad, tell us about when you guys are talking to your business owners and they're obviously they're ready to kick open the doors. Now what? Yeah, thank you, Suzanne. That's a great point. So, you know, one of the first things you need to do is really assess the damage, right? Look at the financial damage before you're ready to open. Um, have your uh, financial statements ready. You know, I know CPAs, a lot of them are, are you know, still dealing with tax returns um, since the date was pushed back. But, you know, some of them that are still open, hopefully you'll be able to get your financial statements in, in order and you can compare. See, hey, where am I at comparatively to pre-COVID, right? And now post-COVID, um, how am I? How, how far am I behind? And that'll kind of give you an idea as far as like, okay, how, how do I need to catch up? Um, and once you kind of have that idea, you put the numbers in place, um, well, now's the time to actually look in, at your business plan again, okay? This is what was actually working uh, pre-COVID. Now we're post-COVID, so let's take a look and pivot, right? Is there something else that we can do? to you know increase sales increase uh strategies to you know um help uh, put us back in in a good position financially and then of course after that uh after you take a look at that and you realize hey uh, do i need funding do i need funding to help get me back on my feet you know there's still going to be government programs around the sba is still going to be doing lending um up until september 27th from the cares act so you know, that's a not really good time to get your financials in order and look and see if you actually need funding because now's the time to get it. You want to get it before, not after, because you have until September 27, 2020, to apply for uh, FBA loans. And if you if you do apply for a new 7A SBA loan or a micro loan, as they call it, um, you actually get six months of no payments paid by the SBA. That's still part of the CARES Act. They reserve some of those monies uh, for the new SBA loans that we're going to be coming out. So you actually do get six months of no payment. So that's going to help you again, get you back on your feet. Um, so after you figure out what your funding is going to be, um, and then you figure out what your new strategy is going to be, and then you can re basically realize, okay, am I ready to open? You know, is it time to go business as usual or is it not? I mean, I spoke to one of my clients this morning, actually. He, he, was a, he owns a car wash and he was like, man, we opened up on Friday and it was great. Uh, we saw an influx of customers and, and now it's dead. You know, so it's like kind of like people came out and we got a lot of business and then they kind of went back in. So, you know, you need to prepare for that. Too. There's still a lot of uncertainty. And again, we don't want 
propagate fear or, or anything like that, but that still uncertainty has to be planned for, you know, that, hey, you might open up well in the first month, but it's still going to continue on the second month. And is, is COVID going to come back? Are we still going to close? So you want to make sure and look at that as well and look at maybe some additional insurance policies, uh, you know, making sure that you have liability in place in case, as Jake um, and Jay mentioned, in case one of your employees gets sick, you know, they want to make sure that you're covered because, you know, that's that's one of the fears that the businesses actually have. And it's a legitimate fear because what happens if one of your employees gets sick or if one of your patrons gets sick? So something you want to definitely plan for, again, to answer that question, are you ready to open? You want to make sure that you have all those bases covered um, so that when you do open, you'll you'll have all that head trash gone, like Jay says, and you can go forward with their conscience and just make business happen. Excellent. Well, one of the things that I've done is I spent a lot of time talking to different boards for um, restaurant. I spoke to the restaurant board last month or last week, and I spoke to the retailers board um, here in Dallas this week. And in my experience in past major recessions, the sector of retailing that deals with non-essential things is the first to suffer, just like everybody sees. So, and that's the last one to recover. So one of the things you have to do is to reassess what kind of things you're stocking. So for now, survival mode is key. We'll be right back after we give some credit to some of our sponsors, and then we'll talk a little bit more about this. Wow, it's time for a break. We'll be right back with more Business First Responders. Parting with a home that you've loved, growing into the next phase of your life? Trust the team at Jeannie Martin Real Estate to handle the details of your situation with tender loving care. The Martin team is your home connection, North Central Texas. M-A-R-T-E-N-Team.com. Go to martinteam.com today. Okay, we're back. I was talking about retail and some of the things that you need to, to be working towards and, and survival mode is key. You have to remember that, and I'm sure it's obviously at the forefront of your mind, but you have people that have suddenly become unemployed without any for any reason that they knew of that was coming. And then they have no job. And then you have some people that were now supporting relatives and other people in their family. And then there's a strain on their finances. And those are your buyers. Those are your customers. So you have to remember that as your forefront. So anyway, you need to consider what your customers are going through. Um, I know that it's something that you, you see on the news, you know it's something that's happening, but it really is real life when it's your customers that are coming in the door. So what you want to do is to make sure you are stocking the essentials as much as you possibly can. So one of the things you have to do is reevaluate what stock you're carrying and you need to check your material levels. And then I need for you to check with your suppliers and manufacturers on what items they can give you a surplus of that has to do with the essential items and then what they're decreasing their production on so that you know that once you get down to 10 on the shelf, you may not get another one of those deliveries for four weeks, five weeks, whatever it is. And those items that are essential, you're gonna to have to limit those on your, to your customers when they buy to maybe they can only buy one or two because they are, they are very aware and they're seeing it everywhere. Those are items that are hard to, to come by and you're gonna to have to have be able to stock those and have a surplus that you can supply to other customers as they come. 
you want to be the one that keeps them coming back because you continually have some stock, at least something that they can come back for. The biggest key that I, I got from talking to the retailers um, board was get your customers on an email list and a text list that they sign up for when they come so that you can immediately send out a blast to them when you know you have a truck coming in for delivery. That way it gives them a chance to know I need to get to that store and I can get whatever it is that X, Y, Z, maybe it's toilet paper, maybe it's paper towels, maybe it's Kleenex, maybe it's cleaning supplies, maybe it's hand sanitizer, whatever it is, then they know and they know that you cared enough to tell them it's coming. I want you to be here, I want you to know. Now it's up to them whether or not they get there, but at least you were the ones that gave them the information and now they're gonna start coming back. And guess who, when you start having the economy loosen up a little bit and you can supply a lot of other things that are non-essentials, guess who they're gonna come back to? The one that gave them that extra care. So those are really important things that I'd like for you to focus on. Obviously you need to advertise and get the people there, but get these folks on a list and start sending them information so that they know that you're part, they're part of the operation. They wanna believe that you're part of their family and they're part of yours. And Suzanne, I think that's another great thing that you can pick up on the marketing side as well is to, to understand that now's a really great time to retool what it is that you're doing to get people into those text and, and email list is to be really specific once again about the things that they're facing in the next 30 to 45 days. There's too many really, really easy tools uh, out there like a Canva or uh, you know something like that where you can whip together a PDF or something really specific to the next six weeks of their lives to say, hey, we wanna help you solve this problem, download this thing, it's right here, we've got your back. And then now you have permission to, to do those things that you've talked about, Suzanne, okay. so it's, it's a fantastic idea. And the other thing, and everybody is doing this, or most people are doing this, you need to have a time that's set aside for seniors to be able to come in and shop so that they can get what they need. Um, and not have all these crowds that they may have to deal with because a lot of them are going to have, are in the higher risk categories. So that also is helpful. And, and then publicize that. I would even put it on your door so that you would have it so people could readily see it as well. We will take a break to support our sponsors and we will be right back. I tell you, one of the things that I think it's important is sort of a, collab a collaborative thought between Suzanne, what you just said, and what Jake spoke about earlier. Um, especially, Jake, when you said you've got to find the one thing that can address the greatest need for, for consumers as they're starting to also re-engage. You could have a bunch of different services that you were offering 90 days ago, uh, but there's only one or two now that become the most premier services. So you kind of zone in on that. And let me tell you, I had a conversation with a guy who is a personal trainer. He's one of the, the guys that I'm coaching and that's my world. I used to be a personal trainer, so I know what he's going through. So as I'm chatting with him, I said to him, look, you've got people that have been home for six, seven, eight weeks. The gyms have been closed for almost two months. So you got a lot of flabby people out there, a lot of flub, right? So why don't you, instead of focusing on your losing weight 
program, building muscle, all this other stuff that he, he offers, because he also does boxing. I said, what are people that are coming out of uh, hibernation, coming out of the cave, who haven't been to a gym, for those who go to the gym, for those who work out, what are, what are they going to look for most? Or even those that don't even go to the gym, they just haven't had any real physical exercise. What are they going to be looking forward, uh, looking for the most? And it's probably to lose five or 10 pounds because I've seen some pe people out there and you could tell that they've been in hibernation because they're just chunkier, right? They've got a lot more stuff. <laughs> yes, I mean, yes. isn't that true? Hey, look, Conrad admits it. <laughs> now that I've had the refrigerator close, you know? <laughs> I mean, I think- Way I too think, simple. Think about this. Isn't that true? I mean, people have been home, they've been eating. I had a friend of mine from New York tell me, look, so I've saved money on gas. I saved money on a bunch of other things, on tolls, he drives to work. He says, but my, my food bill went up by $500. <laughs> so I told my friend, I said, listen, why don't you zone in on the one thing that more than likely people are going to, again, in the fitness world, what are people going to be looking to do that you can attract their attention immediately? Talk about losing five to 10 pounds in the next couple of weeks. Talk about get back to your, your weight. Anything that helps people realize, okay, those five or 10 pounds that I put on the last six, seven weeks, I need to get rid of them right now. And this guy says he can help me get rid of it over the next 30 days. I'm probably gonna listen to him. So exactly what you uh, said, Jake, I was sharing with this personal trainer that, and by the way, in terms of the psychology, for him, the clutter of what I was going to do to, to re-engage people, to get back to those monthly fees he was charging people for training, all of a sudden you could see the countenance on his face changed because he realized you're right. That's the one thing people are gonna be looking for. And all of a sudden he got excited, he got excited. So it's very key, Jake, what you said, uh, finding that one thing, because it really ties into how you feel about moving forward when you, when you really get excited about, hey, this will work. So I appreciate that. Appreciate you sharing that. What, what is your best tip from today, Jake? My, uh, my tip for today is to, to pick that one thing you know people are going to need and, and double down on it. Make sure that your messaging matches their needs coming out of COVID. All right, Conrad, what about you? Is your business ready to open? You know, and if you need to seek uh, professional advice, you know, I'd uh, certainly start with your, your banker or, or your CPA, you know, or, and uh, go from there. Hey, Jay, what about you? I would say, guys, start working on your own personal inventory. Suzanne talked about inventory, the tangible stuff, but here's the most important inventory right here. <laughs> In your mind. In your mind. And you can reach out to me anytime. I'm here to help. Get the uh, head trash out. We're bringing a All sanitation right. truck. We'll get them out of there. And then mine, the most important thing are the essentials. You need to make sure that you've got a strategy. Talk to your suppliers and get people on a text or email list so you can tell them when the trucks are coming in. That way you keep them coming back. We want you to survive. We want you to be healthy after this is over. And we want you to still be in business. That's the important thing we're talking about here for the last few weeks. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are glad to have you here. And if you have comments, please leave them here for us. We would love to hear from you and we will definitely respond if you have questions. If you need some extra help, Jay, Jake, Conrad and I are here to help you and, and it's free of charge. So we'll help when we can. All right, you can get all this information as well in the Offbeat Business app.
You've been listening to Business First Responders on the OBBM Network podcast. Connect with Business First Responders on LinkedIn and Facebook. For guest and sponsor opportunities, call 972-639-6396. Business First Responders is produced by Offbeat Business Media for the OBBM Network and can be enjoyed in the Offbeat Business app and podcast directories everywhere. Contact Offbeat Business Media at 214-714-0495 for permission to use Business First Responder podcast content. Reproduction of Business First Responders or OBBM network content without prior approval is expressly prohibited.